welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. Merry Christmas as well. I'm joined again by my co-host, Aiden. Hey, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed the holidays and got to spend time with your families. This week's topic branches off as a part three to a series of dating, and it's definitely another important one. Of course, family. Over the holidays, and especially now being in the pandemic era that we're in, we get to spend a lot more time with our families than usual. So, Peyton, what about families do we have to say that hasn't already been said? Well, maybe we can talk a bit about our struggles with our family, dating, whatever it is, and I hope that we can share a little bit today, and hopefully it'll help some people out there. So let's get on to the topic. So how about you start, Aiden? Well, family is something that we all have, and if we're so lucky, they can help navigate us through the hardships we call life. And if we're not lucky, we have to spend that time finding those people that make us feel more at home. And that does not have to be blood-related. But of course, that's a topic for another day. For today, we're sticking with encounters with blood-related families when it comes to dating. In order to start off, I have to say that I do not have a very supportive family, but they have definitely come a long way compared to six years ago when I first came out to them. I guess over time, I really had to figure out where I felt the most, quote unquote, at home. And it wasn't with my blood-related family, unfortunately. But although there are hardships and whatnot, like any family, you never really know what you see from the outside. Because there could be a shit ton of problems on the inside that you don't know about. What I'm trying to say is we're kind of stuck with who we've got and we have to try to make the best of the situation. Other than that, there are, of course, other factors that take into consideration religion, where you come from, and how they were brought up. All of those things make up each of our families. And sometimes, more often than not, Being trans is not tolerated at all. It doesn't matter whether you are Buddhist or Catholic, Muslim or Christian. Being trans is just not, you know, accepted, which really sucks if you're trans. But we have to spend most of our lifetime reverse teaching our families what they were taught in their lifetime. So it's really not their fault, you know, and eventually they do come around but it will take a little bit of time. You can't say whether it'll be days or months or maybe even a couple of years because every person is different and every family is different. Sure. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, I agree with everything you said. My family has been there for me, but we had a few minor ups and downs. I'm not trying to make my family sound like the perfect family because there's no perfect family. I mean, everyone has their flaws and their ups and downs, but Mine, of course, wasn't always perfect. It's different between each of my parents and their upbringing. I mean, one comes from a German background, the other from the UK. So everyone in their family had their own different way of going about things with religion and everything else. So you need those people in your corner. But like you said, it's if that isn't possible, then you have to find your own family or in other people. So even if they don't come around or do come around, that isn't your job to change it. You got to own it and stand on your two feet. My family did come around eventually, but I didn't have to, or I guess want to wait for them to catch up because you only have one family. 
So in the end, I just made my own family. And I mean, with the times that they weren't quite there yet, but eventually in time they came around and have to remember at the end of the day that you only have one family and you got to love them regardless. You're right. At the end of the day, that is really all that matters. They eventually came around. Of course, we can't change someone and their ways if they're so dead set on not changing. But your family should love you. Emphasis on the should, no matter what. Heck, I'm sure you could kill someone and they would still love and support you. But from afar, obviously, because you'd be in prison. I'm just saying. Yeah, I for sure. I don't want to say that every family is open and accepting, but I will focus on the hardships and that, that some face on everyday uh, struggles because you deal with a family rebuttal. Definitely religion and cultures have a big role and they're not accepting of any LGBT people. And then when dating comes in, it's just another mixture. It can be hard and, and you fear you can't disclose your trans with the family and the partner. And sometimes you have to hide that important piece. I dated someone of a Chinese descent and the mother wasn't open to it and made it very quite clear, even early on in the relationship. And I always felt kind of on edge and I wasn't enough. I always felt like everything I did and said wasn't quite up to snuff with how they viewed things. The other family on their side was okay though. And I mean, in the end, who really truly knows? At the end of the day, I mean, we didn't work out, but I kind of wondered sometimes like my family was so accepting of her, but they weren't so accepting of me. And only a few times in their, the time that we dated, the family would ask, like, where's Peyton? Where is he at? Like, let's meet him. But then her mom would never, ever let me come over for dinner or holidays. And so I'd sit at home, and it was crappy for sure. So that was my first relationship as a trans guy. And so I don't know going forward what's what's going to happen, but that was my first experience. So, um, And I've dated a few people of different colors and religions, and I'm not saying that everyone's views are wrongs, but just be aware to prevent more pain and harassment that this could happen. So keep in mind when you meet someone of a different background, everyone has different views. So just be aware. And remember what we discussed in episode one of dating struggles. You can't educate everyone. Absolutely. Blood related family from your side is one thing, but from your significant other side is completely different. That is your lover's family. And if you try to change how they feel, they could hate you forever. But then again, it's not really your job to do that. So how are you supposed to approach the situation? The best way to navigate, I think, is to really think, like, is this person who I'm looking for, is this going to be a harder situation than easier? Am I okay with this? I know family is important in building a relationship with that person's family. Like, if it, for example, you get married one day, will there be tensions? Is it going to be always stressful? Like, this one important piece is the one factor that can determine your future. But if you aren't open with your family or their family about this piece, then maybe reconsider and step back. So you got to really process everything about it and, and really analyze, like, is this a potential relationship that can work? And knowing that these people are going to be in your life with years to come, like, can you overcome this? Is it going to be stressful rather than easy? Like you got to weigh out the pros and cons and really think about it because they're now necessarily like your family too. So in the end, you have to really determine like, is this good or bad and right or wrong? And it seems like a lot of work, but when you meet someone whose family and everything works and it, it ties together evenly, then there won't be that constant thinking and stress. Like it'll just 
flow and workout. You couldn't have said it better. If this person is right for you, whether they decide to tell their family or not, do her values align with mine? Like those are all questions that we have to take into consideration when it comes to dating someone. It's just it's not just a matter of you know their family. I I don't know. I wouldn't really want to be with someone who felt the need to hide. The most important part of myself away from their family. That's just a really bad situation to be in. I've dated people from all backgrounds, and there was only one family who was truly accepting. But of course, I'm not going to call anyone out on this podcast. But I'm just saying it does exist out there. Like if you tell them that. You're trans. They will love you, and they will treat you the way that you deserve to be treated. And that's it. There is no what if. There are no buts. That's that's it. And that's the way that all trans men and trans women deserve to be treated. And families, especially your significant other's family, should be able to make you feel that way. You know, I I don't know. It's just. A lifelong commitment. If you end up marrying this person, and you constantly have to be walking on eggshells, that doesn't sound like a relationship that anyone wants to be in. But I don't know. That's just my point of view. And the dynamics are completely different. You can obviously tell when someone is supportive, or when someone is not. You know, and having a supportive family can make or break any relationship. For sure. Thanks for sharing. I mean, we both have had our fair share of situations and relationships, so with many varieties. And I mean, I think I'm going to cap it off by saying, to keep your family and your life. That's important. I mean, they are your family at the end of the day. No one can replace them, and you only have one. I mean, even if it's not possible to do your best in a way to keep them somewhat close, it is hard to go about things without a family. I mean, sure, you can get by with friends and so-called people that are like your family, but. The best thing to do is to try and maintain that relationship. If it's harder or more toxic, then just try, even if it's not easy on you, because you only have one family. And even if their worst days are easy, the best thing to do is to maintain it somehow. I mean, when it comes to dating, then the families are there too. They're part of the relationship as well. So that's something that you can control how it goes over. But you got to keep those people in your life so that one day, if you ever get married or start a life with someone, that they're there and can support you. And I mean, I really can see how people date and get more serious, and the families connect, and that's important for anyone—not just trans people, but like my brother and his wife, and other friends that got married from high school. You know, so that person isn't for you, and then it's not for you. But I know for me, I look back at my ex in the in the past and the future. I wouldn't have been happy with her because she hid me from her family, and we talked about marriage, but. It didn't work out, and I'm glad in a way that it didn't work out because I can see it now that her family wasn't accepting. She didn't share me with her family, didn't invite me over for parties and celebrations and Christmas even, and I would sit at home by myself. Like that's not fun. That's not fair. Meanwhile, my family would have invited her gladly over for things. So we'll talk about that eventually. But that's an example of the fact that that is a future that I don't want with that person because they hid me from their family. And I could tell in the bottom of it all, they all weren't accepting of it, and it all showed, and it's pretty evident. So, I'll talk about that another time. But it wasn't meant to be, and it's great that I'm out of it now.
So I hope that that helped. And I hope you all can stay strong and find someone who's good for you because families are important and you need to find that in order to build happy, healthy relationship with someone. So I hope that this helped and I hope that you all can learn something from it. Mm -hmm. One person's words have to match their actions in order for the relationship to survive. You're absolutely right. But in your case, unfortunately, it did not. But it's better to know that they weren't the one for you now rather than later. Later, Because you don't want to be stuck in a 15-year-long relationship where your lover's parents resent you because the future may be different. It's better to figure all that stuff out before it's too late. But if you can't figure that stuff out, then you know you at least try to in that relationship. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, then you can obviously spend that time figuring out why it didn't work out and then finding someone else whose values align with yours. And then maybe you'll end up being the happiest you've ever been in your life. And you'll be glad that the previous relationship didn't work out. And once again, like I said, dating is all trial and error. but you will be okay. For sure. All in all, families have a place in our life. And if it's not possible, then at least you can make your own family for yourself. But I think at the bottom of the day, or end of the day, bottom of the line, we have to try and keep that family somewhere in our life, even if it's hard, even if they're not as close as we may want them to be, or as other people may have in their life. You got to just try and maintain it somehow. It is hard and lonely sometimes, but trying to keep the family somewhat in your circle is really all you need. So thanks for listening this week, and I hope it was helpful. Please feel free to let us know your thoughts and opinions, and I hope you guys stay tuned again for next week. And give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.